Keep your heel on the one spot, the one spot, see? And then you step, 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 step. Okay. And then you start going real fast, real fast, real fast. Typhoon. Hold on, I can't even see. <laughs> I did it. I did longer than him. No, -uh, man. Yeah. I was doing 100 mile an hour. You're not as good as me. I got <laughs> All right. Welcome back to having coffee with Johnny Mac. We're having a nice hot cup of coffee tonight, and we're going to talk about these churches getting burned down around the country. I was going through a bunch of news stories and there were several. There's more than I realized. Churches getting burned down. A lot of Catholic churches. Uh, there was this first Pentecostal church in Mississippi. Evidently they had filed a lawsuit <clears throat> to challenge the restrictions on gatherings for the congregation so that they could get their at least a portion of their congregation to be able to meet at the church and have church services and a month later somebody burned the church down and then uh, just before the steps of the church somebody had wrote bet you stay home now you hypocrites which I find kind of ironic because they're wanting to hold church and bring the congregation together and not fear coronavirus, trusting in God to protect them and their congregation. I found it a little hilarious that they spelled hypocrites wrong. But, but yeah, <laughs> that is uh, a little funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you put hypocrites on there because they want to get together. I mean, that, that's a big term that's thrown around for Christians a lot, a bunch of hypocrites. And honestly, there are some hypocritical Christians out there that like to judge others for their actions and then they turn around to do yeah. similar or worse things. It's true. Like before my, you know, renewal with God, I didn't really even want to be called a Christian because they get tied so much with hypocrisy. Yeah. But that's kind of like a whole different thing. But like now... Now I, I call myself a Christian because that's what I am, but you know, knowing that like personally that you you're not tied in with that, it doesn't really matter what everybody else thinks as long as you know and as long as God knows. True. So along with this church here in Mississippi, there was multiple Catholic churches burned. <clears throat> Some of these stories I'd already heard about. Some of them I have not. Um like this one here in Florida, that a man drove his minivan into a Catholic church and then he sets it on fire. It's like, how deranged do you have to be to drive a minivan into a Catholic church? And then that's not enough, all of the damage and chaos you cause with that, but then you got to set it on fire. That's, to me, just insanity. I mean, other people might cheer him on, like, oh, yeah, he's a hero, but... I don't know. I tell you that I wouldn't want to be the one in the afterlife that caught the church on fire. And no, no, that's them. not a good place to be. <laughs> not a good place to be at all. And then you got 
don't know if you heard about this one, but this 249-year-old mission in California burned. I've seen pictures of this. I mean, uh, this is a really old building, obviously. It's almost 250 years old. And the roof was all collapsed. <clears throat> it, it, it burned pretty bad. They're suspecting arson. Uh, last I heard, they hadn't confirmed that, but kind of the... It's looking that way. Evidence kind of points to it being arson, especially in light of so many other churches being burned. I mean, we got not just churches even, like statues. In Boston, a statue of the Virgin Mary was set on fire. Like, what did the Virgin Mary ever do to anybody? You're going to burn her statue? She's Brought the Messiah into the world. Yeah. So, evidently this Middle Eastern... Probably, I'd imagine, a little darker skin woman from the Middle East has something to do with racism or... No, that's what I think is really funny is that people are like saying, oh, uh, Jesus was a racist. Well, it's really funny how like Jesus wasn't even a white person. To us Americans, he was a Middle Eastern, he, he was an immigrant. A, a Middle Eastern man, you know, saved us. He wasn't even white. Well, he saved everyone. He he, he didn't kind of... What I'm saying is, like, not just, you know, <clears throat> us or me personally, but, like, everybody. Yeah. He does God doesn't care about color, uh, any of that. Anything that we can segregate ourselves on, that's not what God sees. He sees his children. Um, but we as our, as people like to separate ourselves out into these different groups. You know, you got your rich and your poor, then you got your middle class, so now you've broken up into three classes, and then you got your ra different races, different uh, sexes, and now that's been split up into, I don't even really know how many different genders now. Back to the, the statues. These statues are getting burned. They're getting vandalized. There's another Virgin Mary statue where somebody just spray-painted idol on it. Um, then you got this activist, Sean King, who's urging people to tear down statues of Jesus. It's To me, it's just it's it's crazy because... Jesus is for all people. Jesus' color really doesn't matter. It doesn't affect any. If you want to see Jesus as a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, European guy, okay. Facts don't point to that, but, you know, people are going to see Jesus. Facts is, is he was a Jew. He was a Jew. He's Middle Eastern. Um, so... Blonde hair, blue eyes. Still doesn't make sense with the whole, you know, white thing. Yeah. But blonde hair, blue eyes is not going. It doesn't make sense for that part of the world. That's why, like, when you're a Christian, you're adopted into, you know, being a child of God. It says that you're like actually grafted into like the family of Israel. Like mm -hmm. you become a daughter of Israel. Yeah. Like you may not be Israeli, but you become grafted into that family. Because, I mean, Jesus was Jewish. The Messiah was Jewish. He was Israeli. Yes. So. Yes. He was. So, 
getting back on the point. What we're seeing across the country from coast to coast is violence being used to suppress. It's a tool to suppress free thinking in this country. These churches that want to praise God, they don't want to fear Corona, they want to turn to God. They're told, you can't. You cannot come together in your church, you can't hold services. A lot of places like here, you can only have so many people in attendance, you got to have social distancing, which really cuts down how many people can be in a church. <clears throat> Our pastor said that we're down to like a third of the congregation. Yeah. And then along with that, tithing goes away, so now the church isn't getting the funding that they were from the congregation because people aren't giving. Uh, things are falling down. I mean, basically you're seeing, you're going to start seeing churches just disappearing. And what's bad is a lot of that goes. funding goes to, you know, like, I mean, there's different setups, but goes to helping the community and helping other people who are in mm -hmm. need and buying food for people and paying their rent. So it's not something that's just tied up in a church, like churches yeah. are greedy, but yeah, it goes I mean, out to people. Here in our county, I mean, multiple churches, they take turns on a different night of the week and they provide meals. Mm -hmm. They'll do dinners and they alternate what church does dinners our church is mondays and i think the one down the road's tuesday yeah so people can go there if for a cost-free meal mm -hmm. if you are in need or you just want a meal you go in there no strings attached you eat and you can kind of socialize i don't know if they're still doing that mm -hmm. with coronavirus they are. but at least good. ours is because well, there's a lot of people in need right now mm -hmm. it's like 50 million people out of work due to this thing, shutting everything down. Every time they try to restart the economy, it gets shut back down again. Things happen, coronavirus blows up. And, and again, a lot of these numbers, they, they just bring up questions like are these real numbers? Are they counting people multiple times? Because when you get tested, you test positive for corona, and then you got to keep getting tested until you come back negative right. well do they count every single one of those positive right. tests the woman down the road she had to get tested several times before yeah. she could get a so does those, do those just keep compounding yeah. do they differentiate well this is the same person we don't we don't really know they don't tell us that but you know talking about this this violence thing and the suppression of free thinking it's like you can't think differently than the mob right now. You, if it's you, actually kind of dangerous too. It's very dangerous too. And they don't they don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen a good example. Terry Crews, famous actor. A lot of people know who he is. He's a big guy. And he comes out and he says he can't support Black Lives Matter not because black lives don't matter, but he can't support that organization because of what they stand for. Like you go to their website and it talks about what what they stand for, what their agenda is. And the Marxism, the destruction of the nuclear family, which a lot of people don't probably understand what that is, but 
basically your nuclear family. You have a man and a woman and the kids all in the home together. It's a, it's a, it's a whole household. Yeah, a lot of people make fun and say it's like 1950s, like Stepford Wife type of and June Cleaver family, but I don't see it like that at all. Yeah. Like we have a pretty give and take relationship, so it's. Uh, we have each other's back. We do things for each other, right. and it's not sexist or anything no. in any way. Like, I respect you, and you respect me. Yeah, and that's how it should be. And you, know, you support you support my dreams, and I support yours. I mean, you're going to school, and I've been behind you 100 percent, and kind of. And my job as a wife that, is so. to take and build you up and build up your dreams and your, you know, your. I don't know, just... Well, I think well, I can't a, find the word that as a couple, we should be building up each other. We yeah. should be there for each other. That's how it should and be. And that's what we do. But this is that's what this organization is trying to destroy. They're like, no, that shouldn't be it. They want to, to tear that down. Uh, basically, getting rid of the men. They, they want to cut down the men, and now it's wrong, it's evil to be an alpha male. Alpha males are just the most dangerous thing on the planet and they need to eradicate alpha males well Terry Crews is an alpha male he's, he's not backing down he's been on CNN he talked to that was it Don Lemon whatever his name is I don't watch CNN Terry Crews talks to Don Lemon or whatever his name is on CNN I don't watch it so I don't really know what his name is I'm just kinda hurting talked about uh, and they have a, a back and forth and I I thought Terry Crews made some good points on there about you know that all black lives should matter if they're gonna be black lives matter then all of them and he I, he was talking about all of the killing going on around the country of you know black on black crime which is a much higher than police killing unarmed black men by a lot. <clears throat> I was looking, <clears throat> I was looking at the numbers the other day, and they only had the numbers, of course, for I think 2019, and it was like 13 unarmed black men killed by police officers, and there was various circumstances surrounding each thing. It wasn't that they just hunted them down to kill them in the street, but that's the way the media talks about it. Like, cops are just going around, pulling people out of cars and just shooting them. It's kind of like when those actors took and, like, got together and they're like, there's pe there's black people being brutally murdered in our streets. Yes, it's like, it's like that. And then it gets people that won't, they don't maybe even know that they can go to the FBI website. They got the whole thing on there. There's all kinds of statistics on crime. You can look up the murder rate in your area. You, police uh, shootings, police involved shootings, everything on there. They get they got a whole wide range of statistics that they put on that. that the FBI tracks this stuff. Uh, but that narrative that people are just being hunted and you got people like LeBron James saying the same thing on his tweets you know 
oh, they're hunting us in the streets. That isn't true. Uh, are maybe officers profiling black people and pulling them over more often? That's a real possibility. I'm not black, so I can't say that that doesn't happen. I haven't seen it myself. And by that, I mean around here, I don't see cops pulling over anybody. There, we got black people that live in the neighborhood and the community. It, it's not out of the ordinary here, out of the city, to see black people. It, it's not. A lot of people make it sound like once you get out of the city, there's there's like no black people. They're only in the inner city, and they're scared to go outside of that right no we got plenty around but, here and they're really super nice yeah everybody around here seems to get along really well i i that i know of i haven't seen anything to suggest one that america is this racist country where white people just hate black people or cops hate black people we're just a community we all get along with neighbor had a problem I would help them out I don't care what color they are who, where they're from that's just the way I am and I think a lot of people are the same way um, that's the way we should be we shouldn't look at you know skin color or whatever to determine if you're going to be nice to somebody or treat them with respect but on the other end of that note you, we shouldn't be encouraging violence against people because of pol their political views. And that's what's going on. That's, the church thing, that's, that's kind of along the same lines because when you think about it, when you think about the left, a lot of the stuff that you hear about is that these... Republicans, these conservatives, just cling to their God and their guns. Well, not every conservative even likes guns. They don't. But a lot of conservatives are Christian. That's that's a big group in this country. Evangelical Christians is a big group. And they do. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Exactly. That's why I would say that, you know, we always talk about how we... Are we we're in the middle of everything? You know, mm -hmm. we're not far right, far left, but I would say that we teeter more towards the conservative line, simply because our beliefs align more with the conservative beliefs. Yes. But, I mean, yeah. My <clears throat> my views align more with the conservative beliefs, more on Constitution. Mm -hmm. Like I believe in the Constitution. Yes, it's a very old document, times have changed and whatever, but the Constitution still holds true. Everything that they wrote in that Constitution is still valid today. Our amendments, everything. Uh, but there is a big push. They want to, They want the guns. They're going to come after the guns. The Second Amendment was only for hunting. No, it was not for hunting. The Second Amendment was to make sure that every citizen could be armed to stand up against tyranny should it show up in this country. And that's what you've seen in Michigan when, you know, a bunch of people, they took guns, 
but they didn't fire a single shot. They went and they occupied the state house peacefully. Nobody was hurt. No, there wasn't any violence. And they were made fun of so bad by they the They were left. made fun of. There was memes put up and they they compare that action to the actions going on in Portland which baffles my mind because okay Michigan you have all these people descend they just want for one they want restrictions that make sense they, they, you can go out on the water what was it like you can go out on the water on the lake in a boat with oars, but you can't go out on the boat with, or out on the water in a boat with an engine. It's like you're on a boat either way, and you're on the water. So what does it matter, like what kind of boat you're on? It's just like stuff that just was just weird, and it, it got people fed up. They just pushed people and pushed people to the point where they got fed up. And it was bound to happen, you think about it. You put people on lockdown, you can't go out, you can only go to the store and you gotta go home, and if you're an essential worker, you can go to work, but then you go pretty much just go home and sit there, there's no movies, restaurants are closed, all this stuff, you're just shut down, you're locked in the home. Everybody was pretty compliant for the first few weeks, but when they pushed it. But when they keep adding on these sanctions, like you can't do this, but you can do this, but in the end, it's the exact same thing. It's mm -hmm. just a different manner of doing that thing. And they extended quarantine. They, and, people get frustrated. Yeah. Now, they got frustrated and they went and they did that at the state house. Now, it was a big thing. It made news. To me, it, it was peaceful. So I was for it. Like, okay, you're standing up. It's a peaceful protest. Yeah, you have guns, but nobody's shooting anybody. The protest after Floyd was the same. I was all I was behind that. Like, yeah, this this guy should not have been kneeling on this man's neck and causing his death. Hands down, I don't think anybody can argue that he argue against that point. Like, that was wrong, and I think the country was behind that. And then the the Black Lives Movement protests start and people were coming out joining like yeah we need to stand up we need to make changes but then what happened is you start having rioting and that's where people start falling off they can't support the rioting they can't support churches being burned the virgin mary statues being burned then you see a bunch of kids I say kids because these, when the in the video footage that you see, these people look like they're eighteen to mid twenties, and they're just pulling statue after statue down. Christopher Columbus is coming down. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant, who fought to free the slaves, he was a northern general fighting against the South to free slaves. The 54th Regiment up in Boston, like all black regiment, they defaced that whole monument to those black men fighting for their freedom. 
it, it baffles me. There, there was no really rhyme or reason to it. They were going after everybody. Lincoln. Lincoln got shot in the back of the head because he believed that all men were created equal and deserved to be free. He, the whole country went through a civil war and we lost thousands of people, brother against brother, father against son, for this cause. And then his statue, his monument gets defaced. It's, it's sad. But along with all that, they attack the churches. Churches are being burned, so religion's out. And then you think, well, that's just an isolated incident. It's, it's got to be isolated. But now you fast forward to Portland, where I think we're on like 70 days of rioting in Portland now. And then just last week, you see video of them burning Bibles outside a courthouse. Yeah, that sickened me. That's just a message. They're getting, they want to get rid of all this. No religion. They don't want any government. And what I've been telling people for a while now is that these people that are rioting in places like Portland and Seattle and L.A. and now Chicago and Louisville is really bad too. These politicians, these Democrat politicians like in Minnesota, think that all of these people are on their side. So like there was a congressman up in Minnesota that went to some kind of protest and they ended up beating him up. Like he, he got beat up pretty badly up there. And I keep telling people, I said, the, these protesters don't care about Republican or Democrat. They want anarchy. They want no government. Well, there they was the one um, guy who was preaching on the sidewalk. And there just so happened to be a riot going on the block over. He didn't have anything to do with that. But they sought him out. And followed him and poured water on him and harassed him and everything. And the whole time they're saying, like, leave us alone. But, like, they sought him out. They went out of their rioting range to go to the block over just to well, That's the thing with the riots is they don't him. have a range. They just go wherever they want and they're going to destroy whatever they want. And nobody is stopping them. Police are told, stand down, don't step in don't do anything so there was a, a story of a woman I believe it was in st. Louis she was on like an interstate she had her kids in the back seat and she's going down the road and they block the traffic and they're beating on her windows and she's scared and she calls 911 for help and they told her that there is nothing that they could do for her she's on her own surrounded by a mob of angry people that are trying to bust her windows out with her kids in the back. Now, what does that have to do with George Floyd? Nothing. It doesn't have anything to do with it. This is just people that are just angry and they are lashing out and they are pushing for anarchy. They I think that's what bring people down start the getting government. scared they get really and scared. running people over. And yes. then they're looked at as a horrible person for Because the media over. says it's peaceful protesting and this horrible driver just 
ran over all these people. Now, there are some cases where, you know, people see it and they probably do just gun it and just go. They don't want to stop. Why do they not want to stop? Well, as a rational person, it's because they've already seen all these videos of people stopping and then they get their window bashed out, dragged out of a car, beat in the street, or, you know, near death. So why would they want to stop and risk that? They're just going to go. And it's like not just white people getting pulled out. Down there in Dallas, they pulled a black man out of a car and beat him in the street. So it's, it's, there's no just seeking out. Which is completely ironic with Black Lives Matter. Yeah, it's just random. Like you look at how many black people have been killed by rioters for this black officers I mean it, it's astounding to me that so many people are just being sacrificed to this movement it, David Dorn was a, a big one I mean that guy he served his entire life as an officer and then he was retired he was a grandfather steps out trying to help his community and they shoot him on the sidewalk. On he was on Facebook Live. You see him laying there gasping for his last breaths. I seen this video with my own eyes. He's gasping his last breaths of air, laying there bleeding out on the sidewalk. So I gotta ask myself, I mean, is a TV worth somebody's life? And then people say, well, it was the TV worth his life? Why did he put himself out there to risk his life for the TV? It wasn't the TV that he put himself out there for. He was trying to help the community. When you think about it, these riots are taking place in these communities. Like you see in Minneapolis at the beginning, they went through, they cleared out that with a target, emptied it. They start burning buildings down. They, they loot all these stores. And then you see the aftermath, and it was heartbreaking. All these people, like there was an elderly woman walking that, that they were interviewing as she's walking on the sidewalk, just lost because the stores that she would shop at, that she could get to, that were nearby where she lived, were gone now. She had no way to get groceries, no way to get supplies. She was just heartbroken. She's like, These are our, this is our community. Why are we burning down our community? This makes no sense. So, and that's that's a theme. Like, a lot of this stuff makes no sense. So, like, the only way that all this makes sense is if you put it in the context of what they are saying, and they've said this many times, that this is a revolution. They are wanting to overthrow the government. They want to create their own society they do not care, Republican, Democrat, they don't care about Joe Biden or Donald Trump. They want no government. They don't want anybody over them. They want to erase everything that America is and what America has done over the years and start fresh and create their own utopia that is their goal and that's why and this is all my opinion of course as always 
But that's why the courthouse, the federal courthouse in Portland, was so is so important for them. They attacked that thing night after night after night, trying to burn this building down because it's a symbol. It's a federal building. It's protected by federal agents. They come at it and come at it and come at it, trying to win that battle, hoping that it sparks the revolution even more than what it is. I mean, we're seeing it popping up in multiple heavily populated cities. I mean, L.A., Chicago, then you got Seattle, Portland, of course, Louisville. Uh, they're, they're rioting in Louisville. Uh, Portland's burning. Portland is burning. Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis is gone. I mean, I mean, that place looks like a war zone. I've seen videos of people driving through there, and it's it's bad. New York, they tore up New York. The buildings are just boarded up. Uh, it's it's bad. It's bad in a lot of places, and that's why I'm thankful to be away from the big cities, kind of out, away from all of that, and praying that that doesn't come this way. I don't think it would. I don't think it would be a good idea uh, for that to move out into more rural areas. I, that would... I pray that that does not happen. Um, but, again, I mean, it all ties back into this, like I said at the beginning, violence is being used as a tool to suppress free thinking. You have to think the way they want you to. And if you don't, then you're a fascist and they are going to destroy you. And that is what we're seeing going on. And I think people would be making a big mistake if they think that all of these protesters are left-leaning people. I don't think that they lean towards any political party. I think that they are wanting their own society, like what we've seen already in Seattle. They make their autonomous zone and name it, and they put up. And the funny thing about that is they talk about how we shouldn't build walls and this and that, but as soon as they go into this autonomous zone, the first thing they do is start putting barricades up around their territory and then they start patrolling it and they had people walking around with guns making sure people didn't come into their autonomous zone and they would pat you down if you tried to go back in you could leave and come back but you had to be searched and whatnot so and there was a lot of a lot of bad stories coming out of that area a lot of bad stories uh, so, I mean, looking at the state that the country's in right now, like I said, we, I mean, we, just to recap here, we've got churches burning, Pentecostal church burned down Mississippi, multiple Catholic churches caught on fire, 249-year-old mission burned in California, Virgin Mary statue burned, other statues, you know, spray-painted, with the word idol on it. Uh, then you got 
all of the buildings being burned everywhere. All the over. Bibles. The Bibles being burned in the streets. This isn't just about George Floyd. The protesters at the beginning, the peaceful protesters, I believe, legitimately came out hoping to do good, which everybody was on board with. Let's get some police reform in. Let's make sure that we do everything we can to make sure that this never happens again. I don't think you even see those protesters anymore. I think like they all left when it was hijacked. It got hijacked bad. I mean, there for a while you started seeing these protesters uh, videos coming out of them stopping these Antifa infiltrators is what they are. They infiltrate these they protests. They they're not a part of us. And then they would grab them and turn them over to the police. Mm -hmm. Like, they were doing that. And that's, that's good. That's what we need. Like, more people standing up against these actions and saying, we're not going to take that. This is our community. We are not wanting to tear our community down. We want to make our community better. Because mm -hmm. we're not against protesting. We're against no, protesting the is protected against actions, the First Amendment. Yeah, of everything that's happening right now. So it's a, it's a constitutional right that everyone has. So and you know how we are about our amendments. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, by all means, get out there and protest. If you see injustice, get out there and protest against it. Say we won't stand for this. This is not what this country is about. This is not constitutional. We need to stop this. But what's going on right now is completely unconstitutional. Yes. It's, a, it's an attack on this country. It's an attack on the Constitution. It's an attack on these neighborhoods. It's the people in these communities that are really suffering. They, they are lose, they're losing jobs there because the, the, the place they work has gone. They're losing their stores. They don't know, have a place to go get food. Where they go get their groceries, where they go get household supplies and things. The stuff's disappearing. And then it's, well, it's in the name of Black Lives Matter. So making sure that all of these black people cannot get to the resources that they need in their community. Mm -hmm. Now they've got to go across town to get basic needs because this particular store in your community was racist? Yeah. It, it makes no sense to me. It just doesn't. Especially since a lot of these stores were owned by black people. Yeah, a lot of black uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs have lost their businesses. They've been burned to the ground. You see it on so many stories, and it's heartbreaking. They're crying, like, why? I put my life savings into this. And then they just came and burned it down, and it, it doesn't make any sense, no sense whatsoever. Protesting against police brutality, yes, that makes sense. Burning down black businesses and black communities makes no sense. And then escalating the violence across the country and just burning everything down makes no sense. We should be coming together to build, to improve find out where are the shortcomings in our society and make them better for everyone. That is my final thought. I'm glad you all came to have coffee with me tonight and
I hope you all enjoyed the conversation. We'll see you next week for another episode of Having Coffee with Johnny Mac. Grind your heels into the sheets. Grit your teeth and get some sleep this evening. Counting sheep.